0: Welcome to No Pyro, No Podcast, Armada Fancast, where we talk all things Jacksonville Armada. I'm Daniel Dad Johnson, and along with me is...
1: Hey guys, it's Derek.
0: It is Derek. And so this episode, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, Derek, start us off.
1: So in the last episode, you guys listened to JC Banks. talks about the last full pro season uh, here in Jacksonville with the Armada. The pro team goes away. Ma- uh, Mark Lowry goes to El Paso. Like, half the team follows. Like, the owners talking Division Zero, and we end up going back down to um, just playing NPSL as a completely amateur squad. Like it, it's probably some of the lowest times for the club at the time. Um, we don't know what's going on with the stadium. We don't know if we're ever going to have a professional team again from a supporter standpoint. So sit back, and uh, we're going to interview some people and um, see what their thoughts on the whole situation was.
0: All right, good stuff. And so our guests this week are Section 904 President Sebastian. What's up, guys? How are you today? All right. And then we also have Chevalier. Don't know what nickname to give you or title, so we'll just leave you at that. How are you today? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right. So happy to have you. Yeah, we're happy to all be here. So there you go. Thanks for joining us. All right. So
1: so. Sebas, I'm going to start with you just because you're uh, the head of Section 904, the president of the club. So after the 2018 season with the Meshack Jerome and uh, and crew and Mark Lowry in the Sunshine Conference, the team kind of went rogue in the, um, in the headlines. Uh, the owner, Robert Palmer, at the time was discussing possible Division Zero, a rogue league, we end up suing the NASL or part of a – part of three clubs to sue the NASL some of the NASL clubs end up going to the USL some fold like what was going through your mind during while all that was going on it was a
2: weird time for sure (laughs) um you know as as usual with with our club it was a lot of behind the scenes politics and drama and even now even worse with NASL kind of going belly up and you know, us having to, uh, you know, play in the NPSL with a U twenty three squad, and it was it was a weird time for sure. I, I I was trying to remember that year, like how do we start that year, especially after the break where everybody would kind of do your own
1: thing. Yeah, so with the the team moved to Patton Park, and the the games were I think like five bucks per carload. I think is what they charged for that. The head coach was Aaron Pitch Cole in that year, and honestly. I couldn't tell you <laughs> one player from that squad until, like, I actually just looked up and saw about six recognizable names. Like, it just there was, like, no names on the jerseys. It was just, for the first time, I felt gotcha. disconnected.
2: And what, what were team. those names that you saw on the, uh, that you looked up? Let's see. John, okay. John Cameron Broswell was on that team. Okay. Ethan me.
1: Dudley. Cole Reasonover, um, who plays at JU. Herber, Herbie uh, Stengelman, who was a left midfielder at the time, and I think he's at UNF right now. Ed Chappie, I want to say UNF, but I could be wrong, but those are really the Man. only names I recognize from the whole year.
0: Yeah, who remembers, uh, let's see, let's find a good one. Can anybody say they remember Barrett Mills? Nope. <laughs> no? No one?
1: No, but... I'm sure Eric Turner said his name once or twice. Probably pronounced yeah. <clears throat> Well, no, that one was pretty easy. It was, I, if I remember correctly, he was doing the announcing, and uh, he had a uh, little difficulty uh, <laughs> rolling his R's at times. Yeah, it's, uh,
3: well, R- Ronaldo
0: de Jesus. <clears throat> anyway, that was always a, 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 a funny moment when we were doing the introductions, uh, for sure.
1: Both of you guys stayed. Following the club with us, Um, but there was, it was a lot different in crowd size um, compared to what we were just at with Hodges, even in the Sunshine Conference. Shavaya, like, do you, what do you remember from um, those games with the crowds? Like, I I feel like there might have been like, what, 50, 100 people maybe?
3: It was, yeah, it was a very small crowd. The thing that I remember was, I think the people were more of the youth club, um, parents who probably hadn't been exposed as much to 904 so we were down at the corner and they would look and like okay they're making a lot of noise and that's not what we are used to out here
1: they didn't even allow (laughs) smoke bombs at the time i know i lit some off and uh uh, rest in peace randy powell um he had a talking to with me and asked me not to light any more off
3: i was just gonna bring up randy because he hated he just hated the games being out there yeah and uh the only thing he would say is, "I can't, I can't ask
0: listen in your <laughs> cup." Yeah, I, I just had made, I just made a note about that about the cups, and that was that was my job as being on Cup Patrol. Get your cup, get your get cup, your cup. Get, get your cup, get your cup, get your
3: cup. Yes. So yes.
0: that was, Used to have some some very very friendly discussions with Randy, trying to head him off before he came all the way over <laughs> to the section.
3: Good times. Yeah good times it was it was definitely different it was it was challenging to stay um involved even though we knew we wanted to but yeah it was some tough times
1: but for the ones that did stay do you feel like um we kind of grew closer together in those like dark times with as a supporter group or like it just were, were what was your thoughts of well we're going to ride this as long as it last
3: yeah i think we're a good family so we did stick together during that time and we knew we were going to get back together again as a larger group eventually we just didn't know exactly what direction at the time we were going to... you guys remember oh, the, the lightning that game? was
2: such a fun
1: time yes so for those who don't know like it is like pouring just absolutely pouring in in jacksonville And it's like a monsoon out there. Everyone's just soaked. It hits halftime, and the the skies just open up, just lightning. Like, every, every three seconds, it felt like. Most of the people went to the cars. Me and a few others, we went to L House, which was, like, half a block away. And all of a sudden, like, 15 minutes later, we're getting texts from everyone, like, where you at? Where you at? Did you go home? It's like, freaking lightning going off all over the place. What? I'm at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
0: Lightning? The aluminum team bleachers? Was aluminum bleachers? Come on. Nah, no right.
3: That was, that was a one good thing about Patton because even for the youth clubs, they had the upgraded uh, lightning detector and so right. every other park, you had to wait 30 minutes when it went off and then if it went off again, the 30 minutes started all over again. But the system they had at Patton was um, some upgrade system where it would detect once the lightning was gone out of whatever the radius that was set, you could just start playing
2: again.
0: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I just remember that just being so wet. Yeah, we was, was,
2: guys were at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I so, think was, some people so, were. I can't remember who it was exactly, <laughs> but I know I was among the the few that stayed. And like, I just remember the, grabbing the drum and ju- like it was like I'm sure it was Sean. I'm sure it was the the usual sucks, suspects, and we were just like, let's let's have a party. <laughs> we started chanting and, you know, doing a – I think it was like they were still singing over here, chant, and, uh, yeah, it was it was good times. And, you know, that like, We
0: did some – We did some, yeah, we did some, did some rowing. rowing. Remember the rowing?
3: It was – We did some rowing. Yes, yeah, so we were sitting yeah. on the rowing. Yeah, I don't remember
0: you that. Know, like all in the facing holes.
2: the same way, kind of like we were in a rower, and oh, we were yes. acting like you know. Yes, there's there's <laughs> a video of that somewhere, but no that that reminded me of Sorry. what how you know because it's always been a closer experience as far as like you know tailgating and you know going out to away days and hanging out with the players, having that close exposure that you know the big MLS and the big, but this was as close as you could get like. To literally just be in. Well, shoots, we we we'd pull yeah. a drill right next to the stands. We would, and We cook would out before literally the game, park right? Right, right behind. You know, there's the, the little bleachers, mm. and we park right behind. We pull up all the coolers and the tent and everything right next to the section, and like it was, it was it was as time and- as uh you know as as neighborhood club as you get you know, and uh, that <laughs> that was some of the best memories For that sure. you know as, as far as that game. And there was a couple, uh, couple games that I remember that were very, uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, I guess, things that happened that I was like, man, I can't remember. Like, I, you guys remember when the Miami kid and uh, it, all that stuff happened? I was just gonna <laughs> say that. <laughs> and uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that 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 Miami, yep, the blue hair we'll kid. I want to say is is the way I know him has. He um, oh, man. he bugs the hell out of me. Like there, there is no one more that I would want. Especially to after just, this year
2: like, when we were down there, ha-
1: have a scrap with. And I'm I'm like coming up on forty, <laughs> man. Like I just I shouldn't be wanting to scrap yeah. that kid. He's... Just
0: also one thing that I just thought about was Derek got to play his favorite game, which is Hey, what's yep. your name? But he got to do it with our players. <laughs> Usually you do that to the visiting team. We, we were doing it exactly like really. Hey, what's your name? Seriously, <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: we don't know who yeah, yeah. you are. Nice to meet you. You know, so the stuff yeah, so like was... that sticks out.
1: Go ahead, Derek. So it, it's fun, but honestly, though, that year was rough though, yeah. on the field. They played in the Sunshine Conference still. There was still Miami FC, which was still bleeding money. Naples was always a solid team. Miami United, which they, they were out for blood after losing to us the previous year in the, in the playoffs. And then luckily... We still had Storm FC in Central Florida to beat up on, but we ended up finishing three wins, six losses, and one tie that year with a negative nineteen goal differential.
0: Yeah, not, not good...
1: what we were used to. No, not at all.
0: Not at all. And as well, one thing I, I just remembered as well is we had open tryouts right. that season too at the beginning of the season, which I which I'd never seen before. Chevalier, um, you were there, weren't you, the day they had those?
3: yeah I think I was out there one day because I remember meeting a goalkeeper from I think he was from Ireland and he just yeah. came over for the tryouts
0: yeah which was crazy and like we've never yes. we've
3: never had <laughs> never,
0: never, never had to do that before but I mean going from like having really almost no team to, to sort of having that it was yeah. crazy
1: 2019 fun for us no one was really ready for what happened in 2020 the world kind of the the NPSl season. Tends to run April, May through what about July, August? Right, right around yeah, July, July. The middle of July. So when the world, so when the um, COVID hit, the the seasons canceled. We, um, what what was your thoughts on? What do we do now? Like it, it's like like it. What what was your from a supporters perspective granted, there was granted there's a lot going on in the world at the time. Like what, what was, what was it like not having your home soccer club during that moment?
2: That was weird. That was a really weird time. Like you said, not only with what, everything that was going on, but like we were kind of up in, up in the air, you know, the, the season starts a little bit later and COVID is March that like really got bad. And here in the States and everything shut down. We're like, what's going to happen. And then it was always like that waiting game because everything was the same. It was like, you know, how long is the lockdown? How long do we have to stay home? Uh, Are we going to have a season? And it was, you know, very like up in the air. And, you know, when I, when, when I kind of did research of trying to remember everything that was, that was happening that year, these two years, I I found the schedule for that year. And it was kind of, it was kind of a, you know, a climax that never really happened because that was the year that we got announced on the new conference and we were all hyped. Yeah,
1: we were all hyped. Really? Really? I didn't know that was going to happen until Yeah, no, so
2: I was able to pull the calendar that got released. I mean, Section 904 put it up on February 11th of 2020 and we were super hyped because we we were going to, you know, have new away days. So, you know, Mobile, Tallahassee, Pensacola, Jesters and uh, at the time Port City. And I
1: remember. So we pretty much were trading oh, I-95 I I was so I-Pen. high,
2: you know, Tallahassee, you know, obviously <laughs> with, you know, the 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 Twins that had started their group over there in New Orleans and then Mobile. Yeah, that was that was really like hell yeah, we get to go to, you know, West now and have new cities to to go party at, to, well, we don't know what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> so, so Shavaya, let, let me ask you this. So, what was your thoughts on what the team was? like? It, it seemed like the stadium was kind of, in that time frame, kind of no one talked about. Like, the owner, Mr. Palmer, kind of, he... he Stop feeding the trolls. How he worded it, I believe, on Twitter. It kind of went silent, so we knew kind of nothing of what was going on behind the scenes. What What was your thoughts on like the progression of not only the 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 team not um, playing, but the future of the club?
3: It was, I think, at that time because you know we were in a lot of lockdown, so we weren't doing anything. I spent a lot of time on Twitter following. All those people that I know about everything that was U.S. soccer. So yeah, I do kind of remember Palmer talking about starting some new league and all the. It was just a lot, a lot going on. So it was kind of um, being in my own little bubble, reading all this stuff, not really knowing what's going on, and hoping that something would happen. So it was, it was just, it was just a strange time all around.
1: Right, because we were kind of locked into, we we know we're stuck in the NPSL, we have soccer, until we get a stadium, like, we're we're not going to move to USL, we're not going to move to MLS, we're not going to move to NISA, which was a new league at the time, like, it was, like, NPSL or bust until they broke ground, which, kind of quiet
3: Yeah, at that it time. Was, it, was a, it was just tough all around, so... I think I felt a little dejected almost because you know Palmer started all that we're gonna start this new league and it's gonna be great and then all of a sudden it just kind of died. Right. I think for me it was my my one thing
0: my one hobby gone. Yeah, kind of like your outlet. Hero. Right.
3: Like Get away the one- from the family type
0: thing. <laughs> well, not, the, not, not that I have a miserable life or anything like that. But right. it's, it's the one thing. It's the one release. You go out and you, you, you act crazy, act stupid. And it's you, the one time, you time his let wife lets him out the house and there bam, it is gone. Uh, well, uh, I don't know.
1: The one time his wife kicks him out the house. <laughs> go, go follow okay. your soccer. I want some peace and quiet. Okay, remember,
0: I do have edit capabilities, so that means, I may or may wow. not be in the
2: final cut. We'll decide. <laughs> I just won't have her
0: listen to that this episode. So we'll, Oh I'm she sure actually listens. A <laughs> yeah, make her. Maker has like look, if I lock myself in the room, this is what I'm doing. So there you go. All right. Anyway, so, I digress. So he, he,
1: he goes on the car ride to uh, handle the side job mm-hmm. and he drives and plays the podcast right. so she's forced to be a part of it <laughs> right she has to listen and she said and she has
0: the last review i had for her she says we have improved since
1: episode one so good stuff that's a really low bar <laughs> well,
0: um, progression progression what it's all about anyway uh, I, I was gonna say
2: that the, there was two things that i so, guess like as far as like section 904 and you know our our group was two big things that kind of you know we, we were able to do that year. That year we actually got close to the organization in the East side neighborhood where the stadium is uh, going to be built and <clears throat> we did a couple cleanups in the neighborhood and got to know we got to know we got to know the, the neighborhood and the people involved in the community. Uh, we did a couple cleanups. And um, that came from you know the team not only getting close to the organization itself because obviously where the stadium is going to be at, but because of all the social you know things going on with George Floyd and all that stuff, we did a campaign where we sold these shirts and all the money went into an organization that the group voted on. That you know, we would donate that money to. It ended up being the East Side.
0: It was the uh, yes. East Side, East Side CDD, Historic
2: East Side. Uh, Community yep. Development. So, uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, that was that was something that kind of like you know marked the marked the year for us really because there was nothing else to do. I mean, and we, we were able to to keep the group together and still have. You know, sort of like hangouts here and there.
1: Oh yeah, we had hangouts and I, was say, uh, I got COVID the next those... day, and then uh, everyone else followed with COVID like four days later. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of them was a spider, but you know, hey, what was it? it wasn't was... me. Hey, it I was, me. was in the hospital six days during that one. I was, I was rough.
0: <laughs> that was the one time I was happy I left early. So, was right, perfect. I left just in time.
1: So that's uh, COVID year in the bag. Twenty twenty one. April fifth, Tommy K, Prodigal Son returns. He's the head coach. The team is confirmed in the Sunshine Conference, and they tell us we're going to play some uh, football. What was that moment for you guys? Like the excitement? It's
3: like we, we get to see our family again.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. What about you, Siver? I I was so hyped. You know, we finally get to plan everything that we wanted to the year before. You know, being in the new conference and being able to. Tailgate again. It, it seemed like it was such a like long time, you know, like it, it seemed like it was forever. Just like yeah, I know, like everything.
1: I know that 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 first away day was Tallahassee. Um, we had God, it was, what forty people. I think make the the three hour drive to uh to Tallahassee to see the first game for us in um in, in about two years. We don't know any of the players. Um, we just know. We're going to... Nathan and Tommy put together a team. We're going to support our boys. Um, I remember we stopped at some brewery on the yep. away day. Deeper. And then, Deeper,
0: deep brewery. I still have a shot. Sure.
2: Yeah, I think was we deep went to did Didn't we go to Proof as well? We met up with the Tally guys at Proof.
1: Did some tailgating. We learned that day that we, we had a decent squad that can compete. We didn't know, like... You never know after the first game of the season who's good, who's bad, but... They, they beat Tallahassee 2-1. to one. We had excitement again, and we had an away day win, which if you followed the Armada in the early years, that wasn't always a given. <laughs> so we um even had um one of the players that year during that first game even got a song. Um, we changed the Meshach Jerome song to Giovanni uh, yep. Brown. For me, it finally felt like... Okay, we, we named a we, we did a song about us about a, a player and we're able to build that connection again with the team. Even though we have no freaking clue who's on this team. True. Like Very what what true. was your what was your thoughts on that early early part when we know we can only go to away games. The first two home games for that season. Um we moved to Episcopal, but it's not allowed to have fans those first two games, so we know we have to make the trip.
2: It it was really weird like cuz yeah, we, we we go on the away day, you know, the first game of the season and we get to be back and we're hyped cuz you know, really exciting team and then we get home and episcopal doesn't allow it and episcopal doesn't allow us to uh to be there yet. So um yeah, so that was kind of like okay, like, you know, we were, we were all pretty hyped, and then when we finally came back, I remember it was a Sunday game, 1 p.m., blazing hot. Everybody was just so hyped to finally be back at the stadium, finally be all, like, you know, t- tailgating, and then being in the stands after, you know, a- at home, you know, quote unquote, finally being home after, like, you know, year plus.
1: Well, that first year when we played at Episcopal, because of the COVID and we didn't have two home games, the first... Uh, six games five or more on the road we won at tally we won at florida roots which is uh, panama city we beat port city memorial day came um there was a few of us that made the trip to new orleans uh jason and his wife jake and his wife and i played fifth wheel and i know that game was we got swarmed by termites the whole fucking game it, it was like crazy we're using like the the flag is kind of a shield and i think you could even
2: see it on the broadcast
1: yes and you guys were doing like a
2: watch yeah we were um we were at um, a we right? uh, tabula a lot that's when sean started working at tabula you know rest in peace tabula and um we uh we were we had a really good you know uh watch parties over there because a lot of the people whoever like we always knew that we can we have a we have a really good hangout over there and, uh, yeah, those are fun. And then after
1: Mobile, or after New Orleans, we had Mobile. Yeah. You made I, that trip, right, Sebastian? I went with Christian. For that first away day there. I know you did, right? I took my godson. It, there there was about, like, seven or eight of us, I want to say. Yeah, I remember and the pineapple. This was, like, the outside of, yeah, outside of Tallahassee, this was, like, a really first time uh, that we're dealing with, like, a decent amount of supporters. Yep. That we're going up against. We're able to go behind goal, which for me, that's that's like pit, peak for me is right behind goal. Talk shit to the keeper all day, and suck that we lost one nothing. Even though we uh, we had like fifteen shots and only two of them were on on net. It was still overall a good trip. Just a yeah, lot of fun. Home.
2: Mobile was fun. I just yeah, I just remember like being being like you know this is the. You know, cause Tallahassee. You know, at the end of the day, we know the twins, and you know they they started the group after us, and you know we kind of knew about them, but we we had you know the Mobile guys were complete strangers to us. It was really cool to be out there. They're are awesome people, and you know it, it kind of sucks if the position that the team is in right now, and they don't have a they don't have the the team to go out and support. Yeah, unknown future. Sucks. I feel them. But yeah, it was it was awesome. And the city was really cool. You know, we got to check out, you know, the I guess what apparently was the, the original Mardi Gras city. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I love that trip. I'm sad I make it the year. What was it last year that they were still around?
1: I wasn't able to make that trip. Yeah, it was around that—that that was around the midpoint of the season, and we actually had a good squad that year. We we ended up winning out of our first eleven games. We won ten of them, and that was the only loss was at Mobile for some reason, which they were near the bottom of the table. Like we actually had one of the top ten teams in the NPSL that year. And then the the ending kind of drifted away from us. Uh, Dan and I made the trip with uh James oh, over to Southern States. Early red card. We get the loss. And then... Team we, bus we breaks back. down? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they slept at the stadium that night. Yeah, and they had to get a new new bus the next day. We end up having it in our first playoff game. And we lose to New Orleans 1-3. Uh, to three, And all of a sudden, the season's over. After that first season back. Like, we're starting to know the players. We, we, the coaches make it a point to... Um, try to build that culture of of who do you play for you're playing for the jacksonville you're playing for the the supporters in the stands the fans and all that now the season's done like it's only july it's only august like what what was uh what what was your what was going through your mind at that time
3: i just wanted before i get to that i was pulling up some pictures because those 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 times it was just such a long time of not a lot going on.
1: No evidence, Shavaya. Yeah, I do have evidence. <laughs> I just saw this
3: picture. Derek, Derek passed out in the back seat, but that was the first year with Alex. In whatever, I don't know how to say his last Arides. name. Arides. Arides, yes. We just went to go see. So I was like, oh, that was the first year we had them in Coinbro. They look so young. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it was kind of like one of those We don't know what we have, but we have a team. Let's go to Tally. Let's, let's, you know, get this party started. And then it kind of built up. We had this nice little streak going. And then, like you said, boom, the season was over. And it was like, wait, but we just started. So now what do we do? We've got like, it seems like a lifetime again to wait for the season to start again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that short season is always difficult to, you know, it's like, bam. It's over yes yeah, you know?
1: especially when you're on like such a great run mm-hmm. and it's just abrupt right it, it, it's kind of like how this past season like we know we're good we, we know we can compete then first playoff game mm-hmm. winner go home and kind of stay at home
0: <laughs> it was- one one thing that just popped one thing that just popped into my head was you know at Episcopal you know kind of where we were situated behind the bench was was great i mean i know we'd love to be behind goal, but that's the next best thing and we were starting to get starting to learn what we could get away with and what we could do and uh, that was also. And, and it
1: wasn't just any bench we were posted up behind the away bench true very true like yeah. right on top of them
0: yeah and they could uh hear everything we said it was amazing to see how many how many uh would uh chat back you know which just always blows my mind we got mind. into a lot of heads yeah, that year for sure. And, and honestly, <laughs> honestly,
1: yeah. these at this level, these the Tallahassee, Mobile, Port City, Mo, like they weren't used to that type of home or away support from people. So honestly, like you, you could tell like over the past few years that the coaches have kind of talked to their players a little bit more, or the coach tries to make it a point where our fo- their focus, our focus, is on him. But it, it it's that year, like none of those like none of those teams had players that were like mentally ready for the banter trash talk. Banter, thank you.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say abuse, but that's oh,
2: yeah, abuse but the hell out of them. banter, <laughs> yeah. banter is a Yeah, good, they a good word they there. definitely started learning the coaches yeah, have you could tell that, you know, year three of, of, of dealing with us, they have definitely coached their um their players on you know how to deal when, when they play Armada, even home and away.
0: I think this last season there was only like one threat of a fistfight. Can't remember one? the other this last season. Yeah, just this last year where we were down to one, and that was at the uh, the playoff game.
1: At, at, at Edward Waters. Waters.
3: Yeah. Oh, that
2: wasn't a me.
1: Okay. <laughs> no,
2: no one <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that, that game I heard. I wasn't there unfortunately. But on the field it was yeah. it was you know, yeah. it was you could you could see the start of what Tommy has been building and it was so cool to see like you can kind of tell like the you know the players coming, you know, start shining, you know, the, the coaching, the you know, the culture that he tries to build. And it was it was really exciting and at least for me it was like, man, like I know I know that Tommy's here and you know, if we can keep this going with these players like we're going to you know yeah yes we're we're in an NPSL, and we're we're only going to see the Armada for a couple months of the year but at least we're going to have some really good times watching um watching the team and you know who would have thought
1: so the team actually has an announcement coming up um on November 2nd do they? they they won't they won't say exactly what it is but the writings on the wall based off of permits and Stuff like that. How exciting of a time is it for you now, knowing that three-year stretch of twenty nineteen to twenty twenty-one of where we were and where we're going?
3: For me, it's like the end of the roller coaster because if we remember back to when we first started in two thousand, don't get me to lying. Fifteen. Fifteen. It was, you know, we started off and we have this great let's play at the stadium down, at the Shrimp Stadium, whatever it's called. And it was just, you know, we're on this wild roller coaster ride and we move over to UNF. And then we just like, like you, we just said, 2019, 2020, we're down, no games, we're in PSL. So now it's kind of like um, I'm a little anxious, I'm kind of very excited. Can the clock start ticking a little bit faster? I want to get there. Let's get this party started because um, I have a feeling it's going to be one of these, we're not going to stop. It doesn't matter what happens. We're going to keep going. This is this is it. It's all up from here. And we just have a whole lot of work to do. We'll be doing a lot of building. I just, I just find it fascinating to be able to be in the front seat to watch and be involved in this. So I'm excited.
2: Yeah, for... For me, it's it's Seba? it's very rewarding, you know, like after all the struggles, you know, the roller coaster that has been, you know, following our club. Yeah, it's going to be very rewarding, especially for for us that have uh, followed the, the team through all the crazy stuff. <laughs> um, you know, who would have thought that, you know, a team with only, you know, running on 10 years of history can have so much big things, you know, bad or bad. highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's really exciting. I know. Uh, I know a lot yeah. of people have a lot of opinions on you know the reported leagues that we're joining, everything that's going on around the club. You know, maybe you know they they feel a certain way about ownership or about how the team has run and why has it been so long for them to make a decision. But no, it's 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 for us. It's like you know what? Like we don't care what you got to say your opinion you know for us to actually follow the club and have supported and spending a huge amount of time and money in doing it it's it's huge it's kind of like a dream come true you know especially when you look at it like when
1: we we're at the ballpark we had like uh 13,000 opening we averaged like eight thousand, like close to 8,000 the first year like 6,000 in the second year by that first year with Aaron Pichicola we're down to like 100 mm-hmm. people at the games this 2021 season It maybe like two, three hundred at the games. Then twenty twenty two hit. Jesus Christ, we're great. And all of a sudden that those games are like two thousand at the end of the season. Like it's like you can see the organic growth of like not just the team building something, but it feels like the community's along for for the ride.
0: And that's what it's all about. It's all about it's all about community. It's about supporting yeah. your local team. And who is our local team? It's the Jacksonville Arbata. The, they've been there for ten yep. years. I mean, like it or like it or not, we're you know, the league they've played in. Or this, you know, we had people say, "Oh, I don't want to go watch high school players or college players, whatever the case may be." But you support yep. your club, yeah. And you know, we've been told to believe, to believe and to stick with it. And yeah, look and, look and where uh, we are now,
2: it's it's uh, I mean, kind of like you know a conversation we had with with uh, Nathan once where most clubs that, you know, have started through, you know, the depths of lower soccer, whether in the States or, or internationally, kind of had the opposite of start that we had. You know, we started way up here, packed out stadiums, playing downtown, you know, Section out 4 has 300 members, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, right when, you know, the excitement was going, boom, we get relegated, and we go to the depths of, you know, I'm going to play, I mean, I'm going to watch the, the team play <laughs> in, uh, in a youth soccer complex with 50 of my friends, which, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I wasn't complaining, I was doing what I love with the people that I love doing it with, you know, still, like, you got the highs, and then now it's like, so, the future is, it, it's really exciting, and, you know, being able to stadium, which, you know, that's, that has been the dream since day one, and, you know, the league is the the least the, the the least of my worries is we're back to professional that's all that matters it's good for the team because they could promote themselves make 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 big productions and all this stuff but for us being in our own stadium in our own section being able to do what we like and having it's all about you know at this stage of lower soccer is all about having that stability that's that's gonna be the biggest thing is being stable having your own stadium you know you have a league, the league is not going to go belly up. You know, we're not going to have to switch stadium three times a year. That's going to be the biggest thing for me. And it's going to be weird. It's going to be like part of part of the excitement of the team this last couple of years has been, okay, where are we going to play this year? What are we going to have to deal with?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like buying your first house. Yeah. Like it it's, just it's has that charm right now.
0: <laughs> and, and we're <laughs> we're at that point right now. Where are we going to play right? this season? Hmm. Who knows? Guess we'll just so find out.
1: Speaking down. of promotion and groups, you three are actually on the Section Nine O Four board. You guys, if I'm not mistaken, are running a uh pre sale for Section Nine O Four membership. And you guys I think have a shirt or a scarf. Um someone please tell us about it, price and
3: um, I'll jump in. Um it's not a membership, it's a it's a commemorative scarf. In honor of the announcement day, um, it's $25. We have a limited quantity that will be available. And once they're gone, they're gone. We take payment through Venmo or PayPal. And that's listed on um, Facebook because I don't know them off the top of my head. But $25, any any that are left will be sold for $30 um, on November 2nd. So.
1: And if someone's interested, where can they reach out to someone if they have questions about like about this
3: on our Facebook page, is the best place. Twitter, um, then, X.
2: you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in uh, the socials. <laughs> the, the scarf will be, you know, like, like Shavaya, Shavaya said, it's on pre sale right now. We're gonna have it available at the party. We're gonna have a couple uh, more surprises when it comes to merch. We might get some hats, we might get, you know, a couple other cool stuff. The announcement is gonna be a really cool party, and people are gonna. Be a part of a lot of cool stuff that we have planned. Definitely don't don't want to miss it out.
0: Right, right. And memberships will come uh, next year before the season starts. We'll we'll put a, a package together, and uh, there could be some tie-ins to what's. Uh, going on with the announcement as well with those packages so yep yep stay tuned all right that's gonna do it for this episode we want to thank shabalia and sebastian for joining us and what has been um an interesting walk down memory lane so we want to thank you guys for joining us so we're gonna sign off with go armada go armada go armada Armada. vamos
3: armada
1: good bye go armada